Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast, live via Zoom. This is Emily. And this is Rachel. It is already our March K-pop roundup. Cue the intro music. It's the K-pop roundup. We say this literally every month, but another month has passed. They all feel so slow and yet so light speed. Uh, I know. <laughs> I spent most of this month being sick <laughs> and nursing my partner, Fabian, back to health. <laughs> Not COVID, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Good. It, it, it's good. Yes. We're very lucky that we haven't had COVID yet. And hopefully everyone will be vaccinated within the next three months. That is what we're hoping so we can all have hot girl summers. Yes, I'm almost done being vaccinated. Emily has pre-registered to be vaccinated as soon as she is eligible, which is April 5th in Florida. I apologize if you live somewhere where vaccines are still rolling out very slowly and you haven't been able to sign up, but we are excited. (laughs) Yeah. So let's get the ball rolling. So many songs were released this March. It was, it took me like two hours to go through all of them, but we are only going to cover the top 10 songs of March. Coming in at number 10 is Jessie with What Type of X? And that is the letter X, but it can also mean X as in E-X. I gave it an 8. I also gave it an 8. This starts off with a guitar riff, and that is definitely different for Jesse, and I liked it. It's almost reminiscent of like Beastie Boys rap, because you know she's a hardcore rapper. She went for a dark aesthetic for this video. She's wearing black latex, this jeweled crown, black lipstick, and then she's also wearing yellow. And that yellow dress is so fucking ugly, but the fringe looks really nice when she's moving, so I understand the stylist's, like, idea. But couldn't it have been prettier? She's such a beautiful woman. Yeah, I didn't like the fringe dress either. Also, if you can hear weird bass in the back of my audio, (laughs) I apologize. The person that lives above me, I think, is aspiring to be a DJ, and he is throwing some beats down (laughs) while we're recording. (laughs) (laughs) Her backup dancers in this have black unicorn heads on it, and the only thing I could think of is, like, the dog fetish people the, the the pup play stuff oh god yeah that is immediately what i thought because my brain is goo and it was very distracting <laughs> the flow of this song is definitely a different direction for jesse it's not so much in your face and there's a pretty heavy drop this is a i'm a badass song which is very jesse though yes I really liked all of Jessie's outfits in this video, except for the weird yellow fringe one. <laughs> Just not my style, personally. But I really liked her black latex and crown outfit. The part of me that likes girls was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can be my queen, Jessie. She's definitely expressing her style in a variety of ways, not only through the outfit she's wearing, 
but also the dancing and the whole vibe of the video, like it all is just very Jessie, very in your face. Hearing her sing, question mark, is interesting, but I think I prefer her rapping over this like singing slash talk singing that she's doing in this song. I feel like though the song fits her well and that she's still showing off her attitude, basically the whole song is like, I'm a badass and awesome, even if you don't like it. Our number nine song is Checkmates You. I gave it an eight. I also gave it an eight. So Checkmate is a pretty new group, and they are co-ed. Yay, more co-ed groups. I love co-ed groups. There should be more. There's just so much more opportunities for different harmonies and choreography and levels. People should do it. I I don't see it as being a giant risk, because every single person in a co-ed group is, like, drop-dead gorgeous. (laughs) So this song starts slow and sultry. They're is quite a bit of smizing, like almost smizing me to death. (laughs) And it builds to a sexy chorus. It doesn't have an intense drop like other electronic heavy songs, but I did enjoy this quite a bit. These two girls have very cunty nails. They're like the ballerina coffin style, like 90s. I was like, okay, I see that we're going from stilettos to just square. Uh, I see that trend. It's hard not to think of card, though, for this song. It's really hard. It it kind of sounds like a card song, and card is another co-ed group. Mm. There's not really a plot for this. It's just them looking sexy as hell and dancing and, you know, work. There are flashing lights in this, so if you are sensitive to strobing lights, uh, please take that as a warning. Overall, I think their voices work really well with each other, especially in the chorus. The choreography, though, is nothing to write home about. I think they need to interact more with each other, like Card does, personally. Yeah, I think I agree. It almost feels like since they're a new group, they're almost, like, awkward with each other. Like, they're not really used to, like, dancing together or, like, being together. Which honestly could be the case if they were trying to be careful because of COVID regulations and they just didn't get a lot of time to really like hang out together before having to do this music video performance, I guess, together. But I am very excited to see another co-ed group on the scene because I thought after Card we'd see like a lot of them, but we just didn't really until now. So it's it's cool to see a co-ed group. The song, I think, is super good and flowy. It's very sexy and sultry. I would definitely dance to this song. I also love that they really took advantage of the different vocals from the boys and the girls in the group and meshing them together. It sounds really good. (laughs) I also thought that the styling was good. They were in a variety of outfits, and all of the outfits looked good. No one looked, like, overstyled or ugly, <laughs> which we can't say about every music video we're going to be <laughs> reviewing. <laughs> Our number eight song is by Majors. They released Spit It Out. I gave it an eight. I also gave it an eight.
from the label that mismanaged ANS into the ground and killed all of their careers before they could take off. Majors! The the girl who was most heavily featured in ANS, Bian, she is in this group. She, I think, has one of the most unique, stunningly beautiful faces. Like, this girl could be a runway model. Like, she has the face. Like, when you think of the face you know, labels for different people. I feel like she should be the number one example. Like, gorgeous. (laughs) The face. (laughs) The face. (laughs) This music video is cheap as hell. (laughs) They're in a box set with a fog machine and some lights. (sighs) I hate this. I hate this management company so much. (laughs) The song is a bop, though. The chorus has been stuck in my head for days. I enjoyed the slower choreography for the slow parts. It was very slinky and sultry. And I think the chorus, though, could have been more booming, maybe a a different mixing. But overall, this is a really good first song from them. And I really hope that this isn't another Hinapia where they release one song and then they implode. Oh my god, yeah. As you all know, we love an in-your-face girl group song, and this definitely delivers on that front. However, the music video is boring as hell. It just relies on, like, solo shots of the girls posing, the choreo video sections, and some lights in the same box set. So, yeah, pretty low budget. The styling itself I thought was boring, but at least it wasn't ugly, I guess. (laughs) And... I looked at the video view count on this and it was only like 70k, so it definitely deserves more watches slash listens, especially if you don't want to watch the music video because it is boring. Overall, the sound of the song kind of reminded me of Spica. Ah, rest in peace. (laughs) Yeah, which is an older group, so you guys may not know, but if you do know, it kind of sounds like them. I agree with you about the chorus, too. I feel like it fell a little... it's, It's almost like to one note, it's a little flat. Like, if they just added a little bit more dimension to the chorus, I feel like this easily would have been a nine from me. And just the minus one point because the music video is boring. <laughs> so. Yeah. Take note. <laughs> I almost feel like they could have saved some money and made just like a visualizer. Yeah. <laughs> instead of a music video. But yeah. Yeah. Support girl groups, guys, especially girl groups that don't seem to have a chance. (laughs) Oh, God. You know, oh, God. We're going to have to talk about brave girls, not on this episode, but another episode. Yeah. Like, that is what dedicated fans can do for a group that is totally underrated and mismanaged. Yes. Our number seven song is by Grayish. They released Breath, also called Blood Night. I gave it an eight. I also gave it an eight. Why don't you go play? This is a new four-member group. This song in particular reminds me of like second gen K-pop. That's what it sounded like. I really enjoyed the thrumming synth. It looks like the girls are messing around in a haunted warehouse and they accidentally summon something. <laughs> They're like playing with the Ouija board. There's scary fog. You know, Dutch camera angles. Yeah. 
They all have cunty nails, so we see that the long nail trend is still, still going. Alive and well. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like at the end, they have an old camera filter and the Ouija board is like moving on its own and smoke is going everywhere in different directions. And I thought that was really cute. I hope that they were doing some more of that editing throughout the video, but yeah, for a very new group, I thought this was really fun. I thought right off the bat that I liked their outfits in the styling. It's simple, but effective and it didn't feel overdone. It didn't make anyone look ugly, which I feel like is the point of styling, but Seems like we missed the mark on that a few times. Um, (laughs) I really love the backing music for this song, too. I think it's very danceable. The cunty nails again, like Emily said. I love (laughs) those. I like the chorus as well as the backing music. It just really reminds me of, like, second-gen bops, again, like Emily said. (laughs) Um, I also like the aspect ratio variation, like Emily said, between a normal widescreen and like this square, like old timey ratio. Like a super eight. Yeah. Overall, this is really not a bad song for this new group, and I will definitely listen to it again. Our number six song. Our number six song is by Wavy. They released Kickback. I gave it an eight. I gave it a nine. We got a kick. I love that this has English subtitles, like, just pops up. If you have that enabled, you should do it. This is aesthetically like a lot of other wavy music videos. I've said it before. Don't fix what ain't broken. (laughs) But I do hope that they can start to branch out because, okay, look, the songs are really good. The videos, to me, are getting really boring. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that. However, I did like the editing on this, Mm -hmm. especially when there's like a moving photo collage. Like there's still pictures of them, but they keep getting put one on top of the other. So there is movement. I really liked that. The styling in this is casual, but with a lot of color. And this makes me wonder, will tie-dye become the next trend? Mm. (laughs) They're also wearing wide-legged pants, and all I can think of is Saturday Night Fever. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing, Emily. Didn't you know that the Gen Z folks said that we can't wear skinny jeans anymore? (laughs) I wear straight-leg pants. I don't wear skinny jeans, but yeah. (laughs) I love my skinny jeans, but there's absolutely nothing wrong with straight-leg, boot-cut, whatever the fuck you want to wear, just wear it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah. J- just wear some pants, please. There are some millennials really up in arms about the whole skinny jeans are over thing. And I'm like, y'all. <laughs> Eventually, the styles that we liked and we wore are going to be out of fashion. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah. There's very minimal makeup on the boys for this. I feel like there was a big trend of boy groups wearing very dramatic makeup and I'm pretty sure that now stylists are scaling this back. Yeah. There is a breakdown right before the end where you can really throw out your back dancing to it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And throw your back out, we will. (laughs) (laughs) So 
Funny thing, right before this music video started, I got a crispy chicken sandwich ad from McDonald's, all in Mandarin. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> I was not expecting that, but it was pleasant. <laughs> Back to the song, though. <laughs> um, it had, like, this heavy, thumping bass and great vocals, and that's kind of typical of a wavy song, so good. <laughs> I thought that the styling was overdone and a bit ugly, like it is, I feel like, with a lot of wavy, NCT, etc. Music videos, I just feel like it's it's too much. Too much. <laughs> I do, however, love the repetitive chorus of this song and how the song, like, switches things up without it feeling like two different songs. It doesn't feel disjointed. I also feel like Wavy does a good job with incorporating the rap's well into their song so they don't feel like a total break away from the actual song this whole song they're basically just aggressively telling us to relax (laughs) speaking of disjointed two different songs (laughs) number five is super junior's house party i gave it a nine i gave it an eight The I Got a Boy of Boy Songs. Yeah. (laughs) This sounds like a song with another song in the middle of it, and Mm -hmm. then it goes back to the first song. (laughs) The first part is very jazzy. They're talking about partying at home to social distance. Like, this whole song is about staying home because of COVID and how you should do that and make a party of it, and it's almost over. They're talking about how bored everyone is in isolation and that you just need to have a house party with yourself and your family and you'll not be so bored. Uh, Followed by a break where it's like a hip hop interlude and they're dressed in all black. At one point there is a (laughs) flamethrower and um, they repeat, keep it mask with no mess up, please. So they'll kick your ass if you don't follow the health guidelines. Hell yeah. (laughs) The editing on this was really impressive. I liked uh, the flipping upside down from one member to the other, and they're in different locations. And it's kind of like a pop-up book. There is some ugly hair, but this is Super Junior, and a lot of their hair is ugly. So that's not new. Mm. But there is some ugly hair. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Oh, also, (laughs) I wrote down the lyrics. The world where everyone is connected without physical contact. They're telling you to just get on Zoom, bitch. (laughs) Zoom house party, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. So the ugly hair is Donghae, and his braids are ugly. Capital U-G-L-Y, ugly. And I wish forever that we could stop with these fucking hairstyles. Like, they don't look good. They smack of appropriation. I just fucking hate them. Please stop. He just needs to get his head shaved. Like, he could pull it off. He could totally pull it off. He's hot enough. Just shave your head. I feel like our boys look so mature now. Because <laughs> they're in their 30s. I know. But, I mean, we watch so many music videos where, like, the the boy group members are, like, in their early, like, 20s or late teens sometimes. <laughs> and just seeing them, I'm just like, huh, like a sigh of relief. <laughs> like, I can find these men attractive without feeling weird about it. <laughs> yeah. 
I love this lighthearted, like, COVID song that they made. As we all grapple with the crippling depression of staying inside and staying home all the time. I really don't understand the weird switch in the song as they're suddenly <laughs> very serious about COVID regulations. It's because of the, the second wave, Rachel. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. The lyric, good job, we're almost there, made me almost cry because, well, we live in the United States. So, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just a great song overall. You should definitely check out the video and the song. Yes, it's a good time. <laughs> Our number four song is by Mire. They released Killa. I gave it a nine. I also gave it a nine. This has a strong electronic funk right in the beginning. They're all wearing different shades of gray to look, you know, futuristic and scientific. And I'm glad that they went that way instead of trying to dress them in something really out there and stupid to signify. Like, I'm glad they didn't yes. dress them like it's the Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love that there are, like, robots in this. My notes say, it's the future, baby. <laughs> At one point, one of them is, like, floating in binary code. He's like fucking Neo from The Matrix. <laughs> this has really energetic choreography. As the music video goes on, it reveals that the members are actually all androids, and I thought that was really cool. Three-fourths of the way through, there's, like, this glitch, and it takes you to one of them meditating on top of a rock and floating. And it reminded me of Zenyatta from Overwatch. <laughs> oh my gosh. There were really good falsettos throughout, and it definitely took inspiration from Blade Runner and the Fifth Element for the yes. video. Yes. I'm such a hoe for cyberpunk and robots. Um, also cowboys. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that shit. Uh, more, please. Need we mention <laughs> our most famous Instagram post, Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> We also love Cowboy Bebop. We also love Cowboy Bebop. Okay. <laughs> I wrote cyborgs, androids, and robots, oh my, but I don't know if there were cyborgs in this. I think I may have hallucinated that. <laughs> I love the electronic funkiness of the song, and I feel like it's been a while since we've listened to a song that sounds like this, that is this heavily electronic, and I, I love it. I love stuff like yeah. that. So I also thought that you know, the K-pop gods heard us and gave us a, a cyberspace music video. <laughs> I, wow, just, I'm a soothsayer. I know, you you are. <laughs> I also like how they did futuristic box sets without being cheesy. So they really mm -hmm. laid off the cheese, which I appreciate. I actually really like the entire styling of the boys in this video, jumpsuits, their outfits, the box sets, etc. I feel like it all doesn't look too over the top or overstyled and ridiculous. I think they did a really good job with all of that. I didn't quite understand the guy with the digital paintbrush or him floating three quarters of the way through the music video in like cyberspace nature land, question mark. 
work. What what if he's God and God is creating robots in his own image? Okay, maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know. It, I'm sure it was because it looks cool. Yeah. Let us know what you think. <laughs> Overall, this makes me want to buy a jumpsuit and wear only one of the sleeves, like one of the guys in the music video. <laughs> I was like, wow, that looks really cool. I don't know if I can pull that off, but it makes me want to buy a jumpsuit. <laughs> Our number three song is by BDC, Boys De Campo. Okay. <laughs> they released Moon Rider. I gave it a nine. I also gave it a nine. This is a really stupid name for a group. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's really stupid, but we're not going to focus on that. <laughs> this music video is super widescreen. It is a dance song, but it's not exactly disco or funk. More electronic than that, but not like techno. The choreography for this is really inventive. I really liked what they were doing with their hands. I'm not entirely sure what a moon rider is. <laughs> is it just someone who rides at night? I'm, I don't know. The music video is a lot of them dancing in abandoned areas, but the song is good, period. <laughs> it's a really good song. It is. So I'm also confused by this music video. They're like astronomers, teens on motorcycles, <laughs> using telescopes. <laughs> um, unsure. But they fuck with the moon. <laughs> Overall. <laughs> this song sounds really fucking good. It's upbeat, dancey, and it sounds different enough to be, like, intriguing slash earwormy. It just, it sounds nice to your lizard brain. The rap, however, is unnecessary and bad. <laughs> and it sounds completely different from the rest of the song, so just try to block that out of your memory. The lyrics say to, quote, get on this moon, <laughs> and I laughed really hard at that, <laughs> which makes me feel like moon rider doesn't mean just riding a motorcycle at night. I think they're literally riding the moon, <laughs> so. Okay. <laughs> they said, we're gonna fuck this moon. <laughs> okay, Avatar the Last Airbender. Yeah, so... Let us know what you think. It's a really good song. You don't have to watch the music video, but let us know. Are they trying to fuck the moon? <laughs> Our number two song is by Rain featuring Chung Ha. He released Why Don't We. I gave it a nine. I also gave it a nine. Why don't we? legends it's hard to flop rain is not letting us rest with the sexy choreography work it old man <laughs> i am loving the flowing unbuttoned black shirt and jeans yes. and he's just like dancing and like feeling himself it's just so dancer that outfit and so sexy mm. i could definitely see Taemin wearing it as yes. well the chorus is a total earworm and 
I made a note that Chung Ha must have just gotten pumped or the makeup artist needs to lay off the overdrawing <laughs> of her lips. Because <laughs> that was so distracting to me. Yeah. The choreography that Rain and Chung Han do together is really good. I thought it wasn't ballroom, but they were definitely playing off each other. I really liked it. They dance in a pit of red sand. I don't know why. Why not? And at one point, there's like a tornado of paperwork surrounding them. I don't know. It sounds good. The The dancing was good. I love Rain. I love Chung Ha. Yeah, I said Rain and Chung Ha. You know we had to. <laughs> Unlike other Chung Ha collabs, this one is actually good because Rain oozes talent, as we all know. He is still serving smooth-ass vocals and sex in his 30s, and I'm eating it up. So please keep serving it, Rain. Us old ladies need it. I mean, even if you're not old, like, look at him. Look at him. (laughs) Girl, Girl, it's raining. Yeah, exactly. When they both danced together in this music video, I honestly wished we could have had an entire choreo video where they're just dancing together because I feel like they're both so talented dancing-wise and I feel like they worked really well together and I just thought it was so awesome. But even the dancing that Rain was doing by himself I thought was really good. I'm just in awe of his talent for everything, basically. (laughs) However, the sets left a lot to be desired. But the song and the talent in this music video definitely got this a nine. Our number one song for the month of March is by Ghost Nine. They released Soul, like the city in South Korea. I gave it a nine. I gave it a ten. They are repping Soul Pride. I love it. This is a super upbeat song. I love that they're in the subway because that is a major part of the city. That's the only thing Rachel and I use to get around. It takes you everywhere. Yeah. They dance in front of a palace, which Rachel and I also went to, which I thought was cool. Uh, (laughs) I absolutely love the visual effects of them on a roller coaster going through the city, like flying through the city. Yeah. I fucking loved it. They're, of course, you know, they do, like, soul, S-O-U-L, and soul, S-E-O-U-L comparisons. Yeah. Because it is their soul. Their soul is in soul. Uh, it's rare to get a song like this where it's expressing love for a place and, like, pro- like pride for a city. It's not really, like, a love for a person or, like, I'm the best song. They call it the City of Lights, and it is. It's lit the fuck up. <laughs> It is lit the fuck up. It is a city of the future. It has the world's fastest internet. Like, it's a really, really, really great city. And then, of course, at the end, there's, like, a CGI dragon. Why not? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I could see this being, like, a promo song for the Olympics if the Olympics was set in Seoul. I mean, it was a couple years ago, but this just, like, screamed, like, pride. And I just really liked it because, like, I love Seoul. I want to go back when COVID's over. Yeah. So this music video opens up with a subway running in the subway car they're in. (laughs) So they said subway within the subway. (laughs) But Emily's right. I mean, the subway is definitely an integral part of the city and it's 
how we got around. We took the subway and we walked. <laughs> that was it. When so we, much when walking. We visited. Yeah, a lot of walking. A lot of hills, but still a good experience. This is just a very upbeat song about representing Seoul. <laughs> I actually really like that they're all over the city from super modern backgrounds to like the fake roller coaster through the city to the subway. Overall, I thought this song sounded just like very epic and that the music video is pretty interesting because the Ghost Nine Boys are in real cityscapes in Seoul as well as box sets. So they aren't like trapping them in <laughs> always in a box set, you know? And I liked that there was an into the Spider-Verse moment where one of the boys <laughs> is falling up into the Seoul skyline. I thought that was a nice touch. This is the song you listen to to get hype about a trip to Seoul. <laughs> um, and there is a CGI dragon at the end with the world in its mouth? <laughs> Question mark? Which I thought was funny, but I whatever. think it's like, you know, like the Korean wave taking hold of the earth. Probably, yes. You know, like, like K- you know, K-pop is like an international phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. That's probably what it means. I could see that. Now for our honorable mentions. My honorable mention is 80s fireworks. I gave it an 8. I gave it a 7. So, um, <laughs> I was transfixed <laughs> by the pink-haired pretty boy in the crop top belly dancing, pretty mm-hmm. much. Completely transfixed. Uh, this song has a reggae influence. I just thought it sounded fun, but the video is boring. But that pink-haired boy in the crop top... <laughs> Uh, like uh, you break down Emily's score and it's like six points to the pink haired boy in the crop top (laughs) (laughs) my honorable mention is Chung Ha and Guyana's Demente I gave it a seven I gave it an eight so like Emily said for her honorable mention skip the music video for this one it's not very interesting unless you want to look at Chung Ha like posing in various places I do really like this song, though, and I recommended it recently on a podcast episode. It's, I'm pretty sure, entirely in Spanish, and I love that Chang Ha is singing in Spanish. The beat is swinging, and there are kind of, unfortunately, also air horns (laughs) in the song. (laughs) And the other person featured on the song, Guyana, is somebody who I don't know, but I thought his rapping was okay. And it didn't detract from the song too much. So definitely give it a listen if you like kind of like a Latin feel of a song. Okay, let's wrap this up with our weekly K-pop recommendations. I'm going to recommend Checkmate's Drum. I'm going to recommend Boys de Capo's Moonrider. (laughs) (laughs) So we are going to be guests again at SwampCon. We love SwampCon very much. And this year, SwampCon is completely digital because of COVID restrictions, and it's good that they're making this, this decision so that everyone can be safe. It's going to be May 1st and 2nd, all over Discord. Check out their social media for all the details. But we will be presenting two panels there. Yeah, so look forward to seeing us and hearing us virtually. <laughs> we'll be there to chat. Thank you so much for listening to the K-Pop Roundup. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Instagram at soulmatespodcast. We have our link tree there where you can find links to our YouTube channel and our Spotify account where you'll be able to find playlists with all the songs that we reviewed on this episode. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. In the past, people have emailed us for, like, Netflix K-drama recommendations. 
a woman was like, what should I watch with a middle schooler? And it's fun to talk to people. So if you have any questions like that, you can hit us up through the email or through social media. You can also watch some of our YouTube videos under our channel, Soulmates Podcast. This program is available pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found. iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Wherever you're listening right now, make sure you like and subscribe so you can listen to us every single Friday. We'll see you guys next week with a mini-sode. Okay, bye guys! Bye!